Come on in, come on in, come on in, come on in. I am so excited about this episode as usual. And thank you for tuning in to Unboss Me, the podcast. The podcast for the woman with a schedule fit for 10 people, but manages to get it done. The podcast that lets you know that you are not alone and finding balance in life and letting everything go and allowing God to use you. So are you ready for this episode? Because I am. I am so glad that God gave us another day. We are here and you are here listening to Unboss Me, the podcast with me. And I am just elated that you are giving me your time. So what I want you to do is to go ahead, sit down, grab your tea. I say that because I love tea, but if you're a coffee lover, go ahead and get that too, a snack, and just chill with me for a minute so that I can share with you how to emboss, let go, and let God be the lead of your life. So what a week. In the midst of everything, what a week, God still provides, okay? But let me tell you something, being at home 24-7 does not help me with my 2020 goal of keeping a spotless home. So yes, I do enjoy vision boards. A part of my vision board was making sure that I kept a neat home, okay? Yes, that was a part of my vision board, say what you must, but my goal was to have a schedule that I found in Pinterest and this schedule required that you complete a few cleaning tasks a day. And I thought it was great because it allowed me to keep up the cleanliness of my home. But I typically would do a regular overall cleaning just about once a week on Saturday mornings. And so throughout the week, I may have some visitors. Maybe I don't, but um, a lot of times I do. And if they pop up, they are warned that our home is lived in during the week. And even sometimes on the weekends. But anyway, I do want to tell you that a couple of days ago, I went ahead and I changed my schedule. I began to clean a little earlier in the week to organize things and put things away. And so I also asked my girls to chip in. Um, I want you to assist with bathroom cleanings, taking out the dishes, wiping down counters. Sometimes I even ask them to get the spots off the wall. They think it's fun, especially to work with Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. So, hey. I get it done some way, somehow. So while I was in my room changing my linen, one of my daughters runs down the hallway and I thought it was an emergency, but she comes to me and she says, hey, mom, um, is someone coming to visit? So I looked at her perplexed and I said, why in the world does someone have to visit in order for us to clean up? Okay, because earlier I asked her, after she asked me that, well, why'd you ask me that? She was like, well, we ain't here doing all this cleaning and I'm trying to see if we're cleaning up for somebody. And so after I told her, listen, we don't have to clean just to have visitors. We, we're cleaning for ourselves. And she shrugged and she was like, whatever. And she walked away and continued cleaning. So then 
I get a I get a confirmation, okay, from my husband. He came home and looked around, dinner was cooked, everything was clean. And I can't remember what we were talking about ahead of time, but he literally interrupted me and he said, Kim, is somebody coming over? And at that point, I was like, wait a minute, hold up. Now, I know I typically clean more on the weekends, but is changing my pattern and cleaning up in the middle of the week that much of a surprise to you all that you have to question if somebody is coming over? So I pondered on the thought of my family thinking that I just clean up for visitors. And I thought to myself, they were really surprised, you all. As I stated during the week, my home is lived in. Think what you must, that's up to you. But like uh, Auntie Tab says, that's my business, okay? All right. But I will have to say, I am glad that I changed my pattern last week because I didn't anticipate the question my family had. Is someone coming to visit? Hmm. You know, I thought about the fact that we're always getting prepared for people. And how much are we truly getting prepared for God's return? How much are we truly getting prepared for God? So then a song came to mind. I thought about a song that my mother sung a long time ago. And she still actually sings it now. We sing it together. And it's a song by Dottie Peoples. And it's... um also sung by the People's Choice Choral called Get Your House in Order. How many of y'all know that? Okay. Just in case you don't know, I'm going to I'm going to spoil y'all today. I'm going to sing, you know, and I've had many haters in my life that have stated, you know, they have a problem with my singing, but that's fine. I'm going to sing for you all today. It never stopped me, okay? And so the song goes a little like this. Get your house in order. Do it today. Get your house in order. Do it wide awake. For Jesus is coming. No man knows when or where listen i can't give y'all no more because somebody's gonna want to sign me no i'm just kidding anyway i love to sing even if i can or cannot but that particular song if you know it you were probably singing in the middle oh yep that is my song and i've loved that song ever since i was a child but when i was cleaning all I wanted to do was create a peaceful mindset by removing the clutter. That was it. Okay. That's all I was trying to do. I wasn't preparing for visitors or anything like that. I was just trying to get my house, my physical house in order. Listen to me. I said my physical house in order. Oh yeah, that one, my physical house. Okay. So I did this because our outer world reflects our inner world and a cluttered house equals a cluttered mind. So when my mother sung the song at the time, the mess that 
I was making before, it didn't bother me. But now, a lot of clutter, a lot of mess, it does. And so now I understand that I will spend my evenings cleaning to clean and then cleaning a little bit more. I don't know if any of you all have experience where you have to clean to clean and then clean again after you clean. Okay, but it happens here in my home. Okay, because I no longer ignore the mess. Now I understand that I will spend my evenings cleaning to clean and cleaning all over again because that just happens in my house because I no longer ignore the mess. But of course, this is not about the mess in your physical home. Okay, I want to be clear. This whole thing is not about the mess in your physical home. Dottie Peoples was not referring to the mess in your physical home. It is about the mess that we may be ignoring in our spiritual lives that we need to clean up, the mess that we need to get in order, okay? So what I would like you to do now, if you could, if you have some time to kind of think on something for a bit, I want you to think about that mess that you need to get in order, that thing that you need to get in order, or maybe those things that you need to get in order. So now that you have that in your frontal lobe, it is imperative, sis, that I tell you, stop ignoring that mess. Oh, <laughs> I'm just going to tell you that you are not the only one with a mess to get in order. We have to understand that the careless decisions that we made in the past and the way we decide to act upon them created the mess that we are in and which in return is impacting our kingdom walk and our future. But if you have not started getting your house in order, it is not too late to begin now. There is something I want you to know when we have problems, when we have issues, those trials and tribulations, our first response should be prayer because our problems are God's opportunities. Okay, I'm going to say it again. Our first response should be prayer because our problems are God opportunities. So sis, how much do you pray? Are you getting out of bed and praying? Are you brushing your teeth and praying? Are you sitting idle and praying? Are you praying your way through your day? If not, go ahead and start. But let's take a look at the story of Hezekiah. You'll find the story of King Hezekiah in Isaiah chapters 36 through 39 and 2 Kings chapter 18 through 20. When reading the story, you will find that Hezekiah was a faithful king who made a difference. Okay, so in 2 Kings chapter 20 verse 1 through 3, it specifically states Hezekiah now became deathly sick and Isaiah the prophet went to visit him. Set your affairs in order and prepare to die, Isaiah told him. The Lord says you won't recover. Hezekiah turned his face to the wall. Oh Lord, he pleaded, remember how I've always tried to obey you and please you in everything I do. Then he broke down and cried. So before Isaiah had left the courtyard, the Lord spoke to him again and tell him that the Lord God of his ancestor, David, has heard his prayer and seen his tears. I will heal him and three days from now he will be out of bed and at the temple. I will add 15 years to his life and save him and this city from the king of Assyria. 
and it will be done for the glory of my own name and for the sake of my servant David. God sent Isaiah to Hezekiah the news of his death. But what was even more important about the message from God was to tell Hezekiah to get his life in order. God gave Hezekiah the opportunity to address whatever he needed to. And he turned to God and pleaded with God to heal him. He didn't turn to a friend. He turned to God. Have you addressed your mess with God and pleaded with him? Have you taken the time to turn to God in prayer and to give him the opportunity to pull you out of the mess and add what you need to your life? It is important to see that although Hezekiah was at the end, it was not too late for him to get his house in order. Like cleaning up our homes, we have to organize things that are tripping us up. Those things that cause clutter and put them where they are supposed to be. I encourage you to do just that. Turn to God in prayer. Let him know your mess and give him the opportunity to address it. Give him the opportunity, sis. Don't wait for a visitor to come for you to get yourself in order. Remember, God is not a visitor because he lives in us. Visitors will come in, look at your home, that you deep clean, you took the time all day to get it ready for them and leave still thinking it's dirty because it's not their level of cleanliness and tell others about it. But most of them won't lend a helping hand. But if you go to God in prayer and ask him how to set your house in order so you can prepare for his return, not only will he address your issue, He'll provide you the resources to get it done. In Psalm 32 verse 8, God tells us, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. So why tidy up for a visitor when you can clean up for God? Do what Apostle Paul tells us in Romans chapter 12 verses 17 through 21. Never pay back evil for evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honest and clear through. Don't quarrel with anyone. Be at peace with everyone just as much as possible. Dear friends, never avenge yourselves. Leave that to God, for he has said that he will repay those who deserve it. Don't take the law into your own hands. Instead, feed your enemy if he is hungry. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink, and you will be heaping coals of fire on his head. In other words, he will feel ashamed of himself for what he has done to you. Don't let evil get the upper hand, but conquer evil by doing good. Trust me, sis, it is written. You got this. Let go of the anger. Let go of the unforgiveness, the worry, and give it all to God. Be still, sis, and just let it go and let God lead you. Get in order right now. Give it all to God. Let him know that you don't want to wait to the end. You want to do what it takes to live as a redeemed follower of Christ in this world. Have faith in God each day. As I've stated before, faith does not make things easy. It makes things possible. Have faith in God because it is worth it. Allow him to give you the living water, that water of eternal life. 
I encourage you to not only get your physical home in order, sis, but work on your spiritual home. Address whatever it is that you need to to become closer to God. Because guess what? He's calling on you. So before I let you go, I just want to say I am so elated. Listen, I am on the... 11th episode with you and you are listening in and I am so blessed to have all of you from North Carolina to France to Senegal. So excited to see that you all are engaged and since you are sticking around, I pray that you find the energy after this episode to rate my podcast and leave a comment. Okay. In order to do that, You have to choose search from the bottom row of icons and then go ahead and enter Unboss Me the Podcast into the search field. And this is for Apple Podcasts only. What I want you to do then is select show under the podcast, not the one under podcast episode, but select the show under the podcast and underneath the header information, choose the reviews tab. Click write a review in the center of the screen. As I've stated before, Unboss Me is slowly, 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 slowly undergoing changes and I am so excited about that. I want to keep you in the know. So in order to do that, I will always still have my podcast running. So prayerfully, I will. And so with that, um, I will also update you on here of new things. But I encourage you in order to stay tuned, you can follow me on Facebook at unboss me or on Instagram at unboss underscore me. Listen, I need to get to know you. Okay. I really want to see more followers of Christ. I'm excited about God and I know you are too. I pray that you continue your kingdom walk and start with getting your house in order. And with that, I give you the challenge, the challenge to be still, let go and let God. The challenge to unbox.